the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Break every day. Compulsive behaviors and addictions have long been a pandemic in our society. People are in bondage to alcohol, drugs, pornography, codependent relationships, and more. If you or a loved one is stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and continued destructive behavior, keep listening. God wants everyone to walk out of the darkness and into His marvelous light. Recovery Radio Houston with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good afternoon, Southeast Texas. What a beautiful scripture. One of my favorite in the whole Bible. God does want you to walk out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. Now, you may be walking in the light already, and praise God for that. But I bet you, you know people who are not, who are struggling under the bondage of addiction. And this program is is to offer hope because there are so many people that are in the faith-based community that there's hope out there. There's help out there for anybody that wants it. And people don't have to live the way they're living. They can live a much better life. You know, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but Jesus came and he said, I came to, so that they would live life and live it abundantly. So we're here today. This is the first week that we only have one program. We're down to just Wednesdays at 530 now, and we're going to try to make the most of it. And so we have a wonderful guest, a couple of wonderful guests today. We have Lenora Purvis, who is the director and the founder of Heaven's Army and Home of Amazing Grace. That's what we do on this program. We we bring people on that that are involved in kingdom work, that are involved in faith-based ministries, recovery ministries, prison ministries, uh, and and we offer folks an opportunity to get hooked up with these ministries and to to help. And, you know, really the Bible and a relationship with Jesus, Jesus came, he said, to serve, not to be served, but to serve. And really your relationship really takes off with him when you start helping other people. And that's true for certainly true for recovery, um, because when you t- you turn the corner on recovery, when you start helping other people, and it's but you know what's so beautiful about recovery is it mirrors the Christian walk. As Christians, we're called to to preach the gospel to all creation, to make disciples of all nations, and so when we go out and help people, just as Jesus did when he walked this earth, that's what he did. He walked around healing. He walked around helping people. He walked around his signature ministry was deliverance. And so we're here to introduce you to someone that can deliver you from whatever bondage you're under or can deliver your loved ones from whatever bondage you find yourself under. You know, uh, we've had, we're in a pandemic, and, uh, but there's been a pandemic with addiction for centuries, millennia. And there's a vaccine for that. His name is Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 All right. So I'm here with Lenora Purvis. Lenora, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing really well. Uh, Speak a little bit closer into that microphone. There you go. 
And uh, we're also here with Faith, and Faith is someone that's in the program. Give us a, just a, a short description. What is Heaven's Army, Home of Amazing Grace? It's a character development program, and we are a residential one-year um, character development program uh, based on discipling uh, women that come from sex trafficking, drug addiction, uh, domestic violence, hopelessness, looking forward. Uh, how can I start over? I want a second chance in life. You know, that's so, you know, that's where the enemy wants us. He wants us and he wants people where they don't have hope. Yes. And the truth of the matter is there's always hope. Yes. You just have to know where to look for it. And where to look for it is Jesus. Now, how long has Heaven's Army been in existence? Uh, we were founded in February, February the 2nd, 2010. Started with, um, I was facing prison in 2009. Um, October 14, 2009, I found myself on a top bunk in a, in a jail cell cried out to this God that I did not know, um, never went to church, never read a Bible, and uh, just said, God, if you're real, show me. My probation officer invited me to church, and I've never looked back. Within two months of salvation, I founded Heaven's Army. Started working with women, um, the community that had gone through addiction and uh, domestic violence. I've seen there was women in prostitution and trafficking and things, and I wanted to help them get out of that and, and share Jesus with them that, that God has another plan for them. The life they were living was not, is not what he intended for them. That was not the purpose of why they were created. And so when they would call me wanting out, where do you take them? I didn't have any place. And so I just started praying, asking God to provide a home. And if he did, then I would, I would disciple these women. And so here we are today. Wow, that was a lot. Let's break some of that down. That's awesome. <laughs> so you were actually in a jail cell. Yes. Um, do you mind telling folks what you were charged with? Uh, DWIs. I had you, three. Three of them? Three. Okay. And uh, I, I would be willing to bet, and of course I know you, I've known you for a little while, that you haven't had a drink since that. October 14, 2009. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, because I had a similar story, you know, yes. where um, I finally uh, reached my bottom right. for, for my addictions and um, someone uh, gave me a number and, and my mom had been in, uh, was an alcoholic and we had her in eight faith, I mean, eight, not faith, but eight rehabs and she never got sober. And, uh, somebody, uh, a man told me that, uh, he never got sober until he went to eight rehabs. And so God touched my heart, you know, and, and I knew he was real right then. And that until he went to a faith-based rehab. And so that's, that's where I decided to go and I never looked back. Amen. I never looked back, you know, when I was going through and I'd started Heaven's Army, I was on probation. I was doing, you know, the process of everyone, like everyone else has. But the Lord just told me that, you know, if I was to do what he was calling me to do, um, to minister and share the gospel, that I would never do one day in prison. And I never did one day in prison. They took my felony, made it, turned it to a misdemeanor and sent me home. And, and so I've never, I've just been grateful still to this day. I'm still grateful that I've never had to go to prison. We serve the God of possible. You know, so many yes. things that look impossible for us. If you'll yes. turn your life over to God, if you'll surrender to him, yes. if your loved ones will surrender to him, everything, he, he just is so marvelous. He, there's solutions out there that we can't even think of. You know, I, one of the things you said that really struck me, and I don't know that I, know, I caught this before when you've been on the program, is that your probation officer invited you to church. That is cool. Yes. You know, some so many people that are in the in the criminal justice system have probation officers, parole officers. They look at them as the enemy, yes. but they really aren't. So many of those people yeah. 
uh, are, are really there to many of them are Christians and, and, you know, are there because they want to help people. And, uh, you know, there's help. God puts people in our path all everywhere to help us. We just have to have our eyes open and our ears receptive. Uh, I just know. said that today to someone, I had a meeting uh, earlier today and I said, you know, where would my life be if my probation officer didn't show me the love of Christ um, and, and just seen me as another person coming in or another folder, a file, a client. I said, but they risk everything by inviting me to church with them personally and, and asking me to sit with them at church and my life forever changed. Do you think the day that that lady that off asked me to go to church thought that this is where I'd be today? No, she was just wanted to share her love for Jesus with someone that needed help. She had no idea, but when we witness to people, even when they're not receptive right then, we plant seeds, and we never know where those seeds are going to go. Look at all the women that you've helped get out of this lifestyle since then. You're right. She had no idea, but all she was doing was being the light. It's the shining city on the hill. Mm -hmm. She was being the salt of the earth and showing Christ's love, and look where it led. You know, there was I read a story the other day about somebody that invited a young man to to a, a a church service one day and, and um, the Holy Spirit got a hold of him when they did an altar call and he went up and gave his life to Christ and 12 years old, nobody had any idea. That man, young man was Billy Graham, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah, you just never know when uh, the Holy Spirit's just going to take off. There was something else you said that I thought was, was r- really profound. And, and that is that you were talking about how you help women in your, your ministry that, or addicts, and we're talking drugs, alcohol, mm-hmm. gambling, pornography, whatever it may be, sex addiction, but also that were involved in prostitution or, or maybe gentlemen's clubs or or uh, sex trafficked or, or – because, you know, what I what I find is so many of these things go together. Oh, absolutely. You, you know, yes. uh, because once, once the enemy gets a hold of us and he starts uh, – with drugs or alcohol, we don't make good decisions anymore. And, you know, we start hanging out with the wrong people and, and it, it, we, we end up doing things in, in the world of addiction that, you know, we would never have thought that we were going to do. It's kind of like the story of the prodigal son where he ends up in the, you know, in the, with, in the pen with the pigs. I mean, it takes you places that, that it takes you into somebody that you're not, but you know yes. what? You don't have to stay there. Don't have to stay there. There's, there's a way out. God always says that he's going to give you a way out of every situation. You just got to be willing to listen. And he's so faithful. He's so wonderful. He's such a good God. So uh, you founded this in 2010 while you were still on probation. That is so awesome. Yes. If you, you know, when I look back at my testimony and if I, you as a pastor, let me just say, if I'd approached you 12 years ago as, you know, I'm on probation and I would have come to you and said, I'm on probation. I just learned, I just got saved. I'm only two months saved. Um, I really want to share the gospel and we'll start this ministry. Will you support me? Will you be a part of this with me? Uh, I got a lot of crazy looks. I Nobody really did. wanted to be a part of that because I had a felony charge over me and I could have went to prison at any point. And so starting something, it was just really my faith that I believed what I heard God tell me that if you do this, no matter how crazy it looks, you're not going to do one day. And so even though I got the crazy looks and the thoughts of, you know, people thinking, what is she doing? It was, I know God has a purpose and a plan. And if this is my hope that I'm going to trust in God, then I've, I've got to go with it. So have you ever read the, I'm reminded of the book, the cross and the switchblade where David Wilkerson was called by God out of a small church in Pennsylvania and went to New York and started preaching to gang members on the streets. Mm -hmm. 
and, you know, almost got killed a couple of times and, you know, just all kinds of things. Everybody thought he was crazy. Well, that resulted in Teen Challenge, which is a nationwide ministry, you know, bringing people out of the bondage of addiction. When God plants a dream in your, if you'll be faithful to it, you'll be obedient to it. Absolutely. You, you know, he can take you anywhere. He can open doors that no man can shut. And we were just talking about that before we started. So um, where is where where is the physical location of the ministry? We're in the Cleveland area. Okay. And you take women in, um, and what do you ask of them when they surrender? Okay. Amen. (laughs) And, uh, how long is the program typically a minimum of a year? They can stay longer than that if they want to go into transition or, um, internship. You know, we, we talked about that again before the program started and that is daunting to a lot of people. I'm on the board of directors of the open door mission, which does the same thing for men. Uh, addicted men, homeless men, uh, men that mm-hmm. have been had all kinds of problems, and there's some reluctance sometimes. Uh, people say, "I can't give that much time uh, of my life," but as you know, I know normally by the time we get to the point where we need those kinds of ministries, we've devoted decades, decades to, to de- the addiction or the the lifestyle of just trauma. I mean, chaos. Yeah, the chaos is a good word because yes. that's what life with addiction is like. Yeah. And and a year to change the rest of your life, you might have 20, 30, 40, 50 years of life expectancy, is nothing. It is absolutely nothing. And, you know, going to a faith-based rehab was the best decision I ever made in my whole life. Okay. Of course, giving my life to Jesus is really the best decision, but that was part and parcel of it. So, uh, you know, and, and it takes time. That's the problem. Well, there are two problems with, the, uh, you know, the 28-day programs, they do some people some good. I'm praying for them. I hope they do more people good. But number one, they don't put God first. That, right. That's not the primary emphasis of their recovery. Number two, it's just not long enough. Mm-hmm. That you know, So it's a, a – and the rehab places love it because they just recycle people. I mean, the the relapse rate is, is you know, in the 80%. And uh, I, I would love if somebody would do a study of true faith-based ministries like yours – and look at the rehab, the relapse rate, because I think it's flipped. the The success rate, or if somebody really stays in a program that long, or eighty percent, and the relapse is only twenty percent. Don't have the statistics. Somebody needs to do it, and our government needs to get smart. We need to turn this country back to God. But that's another story. Yes. Anyway, Amen. <laughs> yes. All right. So you brought one of the ladies that's uh, in the program and uh, w- with you right now, and. And uh, she has a beautiful name. Her name is Faith. Hi, Faith. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. It's good to see you again. You were yeah. on a few months ago. Well, tell us, uh, if, to the extent you're comfortable, what brought you What brought you into the ministry? Um, well, basically, I became homeless, um, parentless. I became childless. Um, so I had basically, I turned myself in to the program and dedicated my life to following Christ. Amen. Um, I've come a long way since then. I've learned a lot and I've completely changed my life. Um, I now am in the program discipling and walking out a calling that I had on me that I didn't know that I had. Um, I walk alongside these women that come into the program as their sister uh, in Christ. And and, uh, I work with them uh, in the same. We struggle and and we talk to one another and we we. We find comfort in Jesus. Um, we rely on our Bible. And um, I... I uh, disciple. Yes, yes, ma'am. Discipleship. It's a discipleship program, a discipleship home. Um, we are disciplined. We uh, learn to completely surrender and obey. We serve. 
Um, and these are things that I never did outside of the program. These are things that I wasn't taught as a child. Uh, you know, I, growing up, um, it wasn't, it was in a very dysfunctional home. And, and we also work on those in the program, uh, learning how to deal with the dysfunction that we didn't even know was dysfunction. Yeah, and that's the truth. We don't even know it is mm-hmm. dysfunction. Yes, sir. You know, in our society, we're taught to um, solve problems on our own. And, and we're taught to take care of number one, ourselves. And, and, and the root of addiction is selfishness. I mean, it really is. We do these things because we find them enjoyable in the beginning. You know, we get, we drink, we smoke, yes. snort, we do whatever. Uh, and then it becomes, it takes on a whole different character over time. But that's how it starts. And so, you know, having brothers and sisters in Christ is so essential to the to the whole process of recovery. Um, it, it's it's a beautiful thing. As iron sharpens iron, one person sharpens another. So that's that's wonderful. How long have you been in the ministry? I've been in the program almost nine months now. Oh, praise God. Yes, sir. I don't. I don't plan on uh, going anywhere anytime soon. I do. Plan I don't think Lenora's going to let you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've definitely. They've definitely accepted me into the home as family, um, and and shown me tremendous amount of grace, as you know, we should to show as to the Lord others. Has shown us. Yes. Y- yes, yeah. sir. Well, well, she's earned that too. She's came true. in from. You know, out like she just said, off the streets of homelessness and and her addiction and things. But coming in the program, she was willing to surrender. She was willing to learn. She was willing to walk in obedience to the guidelines of the home. She was. She had to prove herself. It didn't just happen. She had. She's gone above and beyond of what was even asked of her. And those are things that now, like today, she took the car. She had. She had the cars. She gets the keys, a cell phone, and a credit card. You know. And I said that is because I trust you. Yeah. And I believe in you yeah. uh, that you're going to do the right thing, right. you know, and, and until you break that trust, we don't have a problem. If you break that trust, then we have a problem. Well, you know, there's there's always hope and there's always a solution, as we said, but there shouldn't we shouldn't be under any disillusion either. Recovery is hard work. Yes. You, you have to earn it. You know, there's a simple saying in recovery without God, I can't. But without me, God won't. <laughs> it's a partnership, you know, you, you, you've got to work at it. So you need those brothers and sisters, depending on the program, obviously, uh, in Christ to, to, to help you. And so what you're doing, Faith, uh, in, in helping other uh, women come along in this in this program is, mm-hmm. is so powerful and, and such a wonderful asset to the kingdom. Because the people that, and, and you know this, Lenora, you, you told me when we were coming out, you were t- showing me a, your new brochure and and you were showing me pictures and graduates, and you were saying, she's serving the Lord, she's serving the Lord, she's doing this, she's doing that. So these seeds that y'all are planting, they ripple out. That's how. That's the way God works, just like the 12 disciples rippled out all over the world, uh, the, the love of Christ. And so it, it's really, really a powerful thing you're doing. And, and I find that there are more um, programs, ministries for men than there are women. Um, as I'm interviewing people out in the community. So I really commend you all for the work you're doing. So I want to give you an opportunity to help have people get involved. If somebody is interested, either, you know, one of the things that's so beautiful about faith-based ministries is the services they offer are free. Um, Faith has come into this uh, ministry for free. Uh, Open Door Mission, the men that come in for free. But it's not free to run them. So one of the one of the you know even if you don't have time one of the most powerful things that you can do to help a ministry like this is help financially, and so if someone is listening to this program and wanted to donate, how would they do it, Lenore? Well, one we have you know some people say, well, I don't have that much, I can't give much. 
uh, we have a program going. It's, it's called our 12 for 12 campaign. Good it's, number. It's twelve dollars for twelve months, and it changes a life not only here, just but for generations to come. But they can contact me by calling eight three two four zero one seven nine six five, or you can find us on Facebook. Just look up Heaven's Army eight three two four zero one seven nine six five. Yes. Yeah, and I was just on before the show started. I was on your Facebook page, so under Heaven's Army and on the web. And our website is heavensarmy-tx.org. 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 So that's a wonderful way to to get involved. You also sent me a list of things that uh, you need help with in this ministry. And I put it on my phone. So if anybody would like to help, they need help with a web designer, an update, Uh, legal nonprofit guidance for ministry, legal assistance for the ladies. I'm going to offer a little bit of my help and advice in that regard. Teachers to teach the word of God. I mean, mentors, mentors. Uh, this can't be done. You know, people get sober and white knuckle it through non faith based programs. People don't get fully restored unless they turn their life over to the Lord. I believe that Amen. with all my heart. Absolutely. So, and, and what we're aiming for here, and I know Lenore agrees with the, the, in our ministries and, and in, in all these faith-based ministries, God just doesn't want you to be sober. He wants to restore you. Yes. He, he wants you to, to live the abundant life that he had promised for you. And he wants you, what you said earlier, and I forgot to circle back to that about, about we weren't made to go out and serve the enemy, to go out and be drunkards, to go out and be on drugs, to go out and, and either use prostitutes or be a prostitute. We weren't made for those things. Now, we can be forgiven. Uh, God can forgive anything when you turn your life over to him. So, but we have a higher purpose, and that purpose is to, in these final days is to bring other people into the kingdom, to show other people that there's a better way to live. Organizer, what, what, what do you need to organize just to, for? Just to organize within the uh, home. Actually, I just realized Faith today, she's organized so much. So okay. I knew that things need to be organized, but then when I went and checked it, I'm like, when did you do this? So she's got a lot of it done, but she she also needs help because there's some things she's doing in the community to help me that I need someone else in the home to help with. Other Administrative things. assistance, fundraising, marketing network. There's lots of opportunities to get involved here, folks. Small home repairs. If you're a handyman, I'm not. I'm sorry. I yeah. can't. I can't help you there. Uh, my wife's better with a hammer than I am. So, <laughs> uh, weekend residential house leaders, board members. Um, so eight three two four zero one seven nine six five eight three two four zero one seven nine six five. We would. Uh, I, this is a wonderful ministry. You know, I, I've had them on every couple of months, and we'll continue to do so because I believe in what they're doing, and I, I believe that they are faith based and they're. They're God-grounded and, and doing everything right. You know, I want to invite you out to New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. We're a church plant. Uh, it hasn't been the easiest time to start a church in the middle of a pandemic, but, you know, everybody's uh, returning things to normal, and uh, God's uh, God's doing wonderful things in our church. We're, we're trying to not only be hearers of the Word, but doers of the Word, and, and get out and, and help ministries like this. And so, uh, we need mature Christians uh, to help disciple other people as they come in. Uh, we're a spirit-filled, Bible-based, non-denominational church, and we also invite everybody. We're, we have open doors. God wants everybody to be welcome into his kingdom. And so if you're in recovery uh, or you're curious about a relationship with Jesus, you're also welcome to join us. I think you'll find a loving, encouraging, helpful environment. We have an opportunity to 
to meet at a time when a lot of churches aren't meeting anymore, and that's Sunday nights. It's Sunday nights in the Heights. We're right in the center of the Heights at 240 West 18th Street, 77008, 6 p.m. So I'll be preaching uh, this next two Sundays on the meaning of Christmas, obviously, as we head into the Christmas season. Um, And we would love to meet you there, Sunday nights in the Heights. Lenora, it's been uh, wonderful having you and Faith here in the studio again today. We'll we'll do it again early next year. Um, I'll be praying for your ministry and and, Thank you. and for the ladies that are through your program and and uh, I know that that you're changing lives and and that's a wonderful thing. Thank so, you so much. So again, I'd like to invite everybody out to New Covenant Church Sunday nights in the Heights, two forty West Eighteenth Street. Also, you can find us on podcast here at kkht dot com or uh, on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, you can email me at Pastor John, J-O-N, Pastor John at nccgreaterheights.org. If you need help, I'd love to help you. We love you at New Covenant Church Greater Heights, but more importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.